So I want to go back to Perach of Ches Pasa Gimel and finish the Pasuk. The learning tonight should be Aschos Lili Nishmas the Cheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda. So we learned previously that the Plishtim mobilized their camp. We learned that David now is going to have to pick a side. And then Pasa Gimel, we went back to review the death of the Misa of Shmuel. Let's see Pasa Gimel. Ushmuel may Shmuel died. Vayispedu loy kal Yisrael. All of Klai Yisrael said hespedim. Vayikperu, and they buried him berama ubi'irai, in Rama and in his city. We'll deal with this strange Lushan in a minute. What does it mean? Shmuel was buried in two places. So we'll deal with that in a minute. Vishal heisir oivois fes yadayname aretz. Shmuel had banished and removed the oiv and yadayni from Eretz Yisrael. We talked about previously the connection uh, between this part of the Pasuk and the first part. But let's deal with the question of what does it mean that Shmuel was buried birama ubi'irai? So first of all, obviously Shmuel's buried in one place, not two. And second of all, Rama is Irai. His city, his home city was Rama. So what do you mean? They're Rama Ubi Irai, as if they're two separate places. So Rabbeinu Yeshaya, for that reason, just deletes the letter Vav from Ubi Irai. He learns, Vayikbaru, they buried him, Rama Bi Irai, in his city, Rama. And the Radak explains that because there was more than one place, Rama, so it's telling you which Rama was he buried in, Bi Irai, the one that was his hometown city. Radak adds also that the Pasuk is telling you that he was buried within the city limits of Ramah, which was something that was unusual at that time. Most of the times the Beis HaKvaris were outside of the city, but in Shmuel's case, because he was such a respected and loved figure, he was buried in the city limits. The Targum does not take off the Vav. He learns that Ubi'iroi is going back on Vayisbadulai Kal Yisrael. So the way you read the Pasuk is that they said Hespedim, they buried him in Ramah, Ubi'iroi, and in his city they said Hespedim, meaning that the Hespedim that were said all over Kal Yisrael were just like the Hespedim that were said in his home city. That Shmuel was loved and respected around Kal Yisrael just as much as he was in his hometown. And this was Mida Kenegimita, says the Radak, that they said such wonderful espedim about Shmuel in every city of Klai Yisrael, because Shmuel had spent his life going around from city to city and judging Klai Yisrael. So Mida Kenegimita, they said espedim in every city for Shmuel as beloved and as respected as he was in his home city. Then we, the Pasuk talks about the Shmuel, Shal banishing the Ovis and Yedoni, and I just want to take a second to uh, describe the Mishnah in Sanhedrin. This is the Mishnah and Daf that tells us how Oiv and Yedoni works. So, according to the Mishnah, Oiv is that somebody is able to raise the voice of a neshama, of somebody who died, through the armpit, which was considered a makam toma. A Yedoni, right, the, the divination is, they took a bone of an animal called a Yedua, they put, an animal in, they put the bone in the mouth, and then a voice would come out from the bone. And in either case, whether, you do, whether it was necromancy or divination, the idea was to be able tell the future. The Babadil says that this is mentioned in the Pasuk not as a Shavach for Shal, but rather as a Genai, as, 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 as something putting Shal down. That first Shal goes and banishes them, and then in the end, he goes and tries to utilize them for himself. So meaning when it was convenient for Shal, he utilizes them, but when it wasn't convenient for him, all of a sudden, he gets rid of them. The, I, I want to go back. The Alshech has a beautiful pshat that ties together the entire Pasuk and explains what the connection is from Shmuel's death to mentioning the removal of the Oivin Yedaini. So the Alshech brings down a story in the Gemara in Shabbos. This is on Daf Kufnun Beis Amid Beis. The Gemara there says that Anachri asked Rabbi Avo, how could the Balas Oiv, how could a woman practicing Oiv, which is Kishuf, which is Kayachatumah, how could that go and rise the, and bring up the Neshama of Shmuel, right? Shmuel, we learned, the Neshamas are kept below the Kisya covered, which is the 
holiest place, right? So how could Sekai Chatumah go and take Anishama from such a holy place and bring it back to this world? How does she have that, how does Kai Chatumah have that ability? So Rabbi Avo answered that because it was within the first 12 months of Shmuel's Petira, during those 12 months, Anishama is Eile V'yayrit. It goes up and down, constantly it goes up to the Eile uh, Ma'emes, and then it comes back down to this world. After 12 months, when the body's fully decomposed, then the neshama goes up and it doesn't come down any further. This story, says Rabbi Avo, happened during the 12 months after Shmuel's Petira, and so therefore the neshama was going up and down. So during the process of going up and down, the Malas Oiv was able to be shaylit over the neshama and bring it to Shal. For this reason, based on this, the al is able to explain the Pasuk. The Pasuk is first telling you that he was buried Birama Ubi'iroi. Birama means where he's physically buried. Be'iroi was referring to the ba- fact that his neshama was constantly traveling up and then back to his city. It was going back and forth. And that's why uh, she was able to use the power of the Kayachatumah to bring his neshama back. The second part of the Pasuk that tells you that Shaul banished the Ivan Yedaini is telling you that Shaul realized and he was upset that he had banished all of the Ivan Yedaini. Because since Shmuel was still, it was within 12 months of Shmuel's death, Shaul could have utilized Oiv to bring back Shmuel's, uh, Shmuel and, and converse with it. And so therefore he felt bad, and that's what the Pasuk is telling you. Shaul Heser. Shaul felt bad that he had banished them because he could have used it to communicate with Shmuel. And that's why later on he goes looking for someone to be able to help him communicate with Shmuel. A beautiful shot of the Alshech that ties the entire Pasuk together. Pasuk Dalit Vayikavtsu and Plishtim, the Plishtim mobilized, Vayavayu Vayachnu Bishunem, and they encamped in Shunem, Vayikbot Shalas Kayisrov, Yachnu Bil Gilboa. Shal goes and camps, and get, he mobilizes Kayisrov, and they camp in Gilboa opposite the Plishtim. So Vayar Shal is Machane Plishtim, Shal saw the camp of the Plishtim, because Gilboa was a mountainous, elevated area, and from that, Shal was able to see the entire mobilized army of the Plishtim, Vayira, and he was afraid, Vayachrad Libay Maid in his heart, was trembling greatly. See, the Barbanel says that we already listed a few of the reasons why Shaul was terrified. First of all, he couldn't ask Shmuel for advice, and he couldn't, uh, the discuss of Shmuel was no longer there to protect them. The Barbanel adds one additional reason that Shaul was afraid was because back in Parag Zion we learned that Shmuel had a tremendous koyach Back in Mitzvah, Shmuel davined, and Hashem fought the battle against the Plishtim on behalf of Klai Yisrael. But they didn't have Shmuel's tefillos either anymore that could have helped them fighting the battle, and that was another reason why Shaul was afraid. The Medrash says that a person who did not yet do an Avera, he has, he, he's rewarded with a gift that he instills fear in others. However, after a person does an Avera, he becomes afraid of others. And we see this change in Shaul. Back in Perek, Yodalid, in Pasuk Mem, Mem Zion, we learned, it says that when Shaul went to battle, wherever he turned, he inspired terror, right? He terrified those people. That was before he sinned with Amalek and he sinned um, with, um, by Giva, by not listening to Shmuel. But here, now here, after he did Naveira, now all of a sudden, So we see a change in Shaul himself. Before he did Naveira, he inspired fear in others. And now after he did Naveira, he himself becomes fearful of others.